بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين سبحان الله we find ourselves in night 28 which of course brings us to to just 28 and one thing that's interesting to note regarding these last three remaining أجزات from the end of the Quran is numerically speaking the Quran has 114 surahs so you have if you divide that in half you have 57 and 57 when numerically, when you look at the last three remaining juz, the last three remaining paras, numerically you find half of the surahs in the Qur'an cleanly placed in these remaining three ajzat. So you have the first 57 from Fatiha all the way until Hadid. And then you have the, the latter 57, which is from Qadsami'a, Mujadala, until, until Nas. So it's very interesting when you take note of these different details in the Qur'an and to simply, it's food for thought, to just reflect on it and to think, how can I benefit from this? When we look at the beginning of this juz, it of course begins with Surah Qad Sami'a and the Surah Al-Mujadala or Mujadila gets its name from when a woman came complaining to the Prophet ﷺ about her husband. Her husband had told her that now your back is like the back of my mother which was this very awkward place for a woman to be in in that society at that time where you're not exactly married but you're not exactly divorced it's a very it's a very awkward place to be for the woman so she went and she complained to the prophet ﷺ, and allah azza wa jal revealed the surah validating her complaint qad sami'allahu qawla allati tujadiluka fi zawjiha wa tashtaki ila allah wallahu yasma'u tahawurakuma inna allaha sami'un basir the first point that I want to briefly touch upon in connection with the story with the surah is that Allah Azza wa Jal heard her complaint and Allah validated it and Allah revealed the surah as a result of her complaint. And in the, the first portion of the surah, it very clearly teaches us as Muslims that that practice has no place in Islam, that that is unacceptable. And if someone even wants to come close to that, then there is some serious consequences for doing so, which make it very clear, do not even come close to this, this boundary, don't tow this boundary, don't tow this line, don't come close. So Allah heard the complaint and Allah validated the complaint. And it's also interesting to note, when you look at every ayah in this surah, the name of Allah is mentioned in every ayah throughout the surah, subhanAllah. The name of Allah is mentioned, is included in every single ayah. If you go home tonight, you can go through the surah. In every ayah, Allah's name is mentioned. And what's interesting to note is the backstory of the surah and the name of the surah. And then you also find that included in the structure, in the format of the surah. When we fast forward in this juz to surah Saf, Allah mentions... Allah mentions that there's this opportunity for trade that each and every one of us have with Him. What is Allah asking from us? Allah's asking a little bit. And He's telling us that He'll give us so much more in return, but it's up to us to either help ourselves or hurt ourselves. And Amilu Saliham Fali Nafsihi Waman Asa'afa Whoever does good, ultimately it's for themselves, and whoever does bad, ultimately it's against themselves. So if we capitalize 
on that business opportunity with Al-Karim, with the most generous, with Ar-Razak, the provider himself, we should feel extremely confident in doing so, but it's up to us to take action. And then at the end of, at the, end of the juz, you find Surah Tahrim. And in this surah, you find the last, when you look at the surah, the, excuse me, the Qur'an from start to finish, not necessarily chronologically, which begins with Iqra, and so not in that way, but linearly from Fatiha until Nas, the last ayah that you find in the Qur'an that begins with Ya Ladina Amanu is in Surah Tahrim. And it's also interesting to note that there's this, there's this build-up, there's this momentum regarding ayahs that begin with Ya Ladina Amanu up until that last and final one. When you look at this entire juz, this entire para, almost, again, when there's something in the Qur'an, there's wisdom, and if there's something that's not there, there's also wisdom. When you look at the entire juz, the entire para, every surah mentions either once or more than once an ayah that begins with, And actually that trend begins in the surah before this juz begins in surah al-Hadid. So even before this juz begins, you have Ya amanu. Before that, in Surah Waqi'ah, you don't have an ayah that begins with that, but in Surah Hadid, you do. In Surah Mujadala, you do. So when if you if you look at this juz itself, in Surah Mujadala, you do. In Hashr, you do. In Mumtahina, you do. In Saf, you do. In Jum'ah, you do. In Munafiqun, you do. In Taghabun, you do. In Talaq, you don't. It's, you don't find an ayah that begins with Ya Ayyuhalladheena Amanu, but you find the surah beginning with Ya Ayyuhal Nabi. Because especially when it comes to that issue, there's a higher expectation for the believer. Ya Ayyuhal Nabi, إِذَا طَلَّقْتُمُ النِّسَاءَ فَطَلِّقُوهُنَّ لِعِدَّتِهِنَّ وَأَحْصُوا الْعِدَّةَ وَاتَّقُوا اللَّهَ رَبَّكُمْ Throughout that surah, you find this constant repetition of the concept, the term of taqwa. The same thing in Surah Al-Baqarah. The ayat of talaq, of divorce, you find this concept of taqwa repeated, 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 because oftentimes in that type of situation, taqwa goes way out the window. Not always, but oftentimes, especially from the part of the man. Oftentimes it, it's, it's nowhere to be found. In that surah, you find ya ayyuhan nabi. And then in tahrim, it also begins with ya ayyuhan nabi, but then you do have ya ayyuhan ladhina amanu. Qu anfusakum wa ahlikum nara. O you who believe, save yourselves and your family members from the fire. May Allah protect all of us. If someone has a house fire, may Allah protect all of us and people in general. At that point in time, nothing else matters other than you and your family. You don't have time to go to the safe and put in the code and take out whatever's in there and, you know, let me go and get this and that. There's no time. You don't have that luxury. It ties in with, with uh, what Shaykh Yasser was mentioning, which is found in Surah Al-Hashr. Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu, ittaqullaha wal tanzur nafsu ma qadamat li ghadim wa attaqullaha. Taqwa is mentioned twice in that verse. Before preparation for Judgment Day and after preparation for Judgment Day, after, before and after. So it, it's, it's sandwiched. You have in the middle, prepare for, for tomorrow. Before that, have taqwa of Allah. After that, have taqwa of Allah. At the beginning of our day, have taqwa of Allah. At the end of our day, we should have taqwa of Allah. In the second to last ayah, that in terms of what, what begins, the ayahs that begin with, Ya ayyuhaladheena amnu, O you who believe, Allah says, save yourselves and your families from the fire of hell. 
We ask Allah to protect all of us. Amin Rabbil Alameen. If there's a house fire, nothing else matters. The priority number one is safety. This is the language that Allah is using here. That becomes priority number one when a person is serious about preparing for tomorrow. And then after this, you have a, an anomaly of an ayah in the Qur'an. It's not a mistake. No one is saying that. It's an anomaly, meaning it's unique. It's other than the norm. It's the only ayah in the Qur'an that you find that begins with, Ya ayyuhal ladina kafaru. And even the context of that is the Day of Judgment. Don't make excuses today. La ta'tadirun yawm. Don't make excuses today. You're, you will get, you reap what you sow. You're going to have to deal with the consequences and there's no valid excuse or complaint. Don't make excuses today. The scary part about this, if a, if a believer is not paying attention to everything in the Qur'an up until this point, all of the ayahs that begin with amanu up until this point, and there's no transformation up until this point, and there's no practice up until this point, there's no awakening up until this point, then there has to be a serious sense of fear internally within that person. What if, not regarding other people, but again, to reflect internally, what if there's nothing done to prepare for that day? What if I do nothing to prepare for that day? What if I show up on that day and then I'm included in that group being addressed? Don't make any excuses today. You are going to have to deal with the consequences that you prepared. Because in the same surah, when Allah tells the Prophet, Ya ayyuhan nabi, jahidil kuffara wal munafiqina waghlud alayhim wa ma'wahum jahannam wa bi'sal masir. Also in, uh, earlier in the Qur'an in Surah An-Nisa, Allah mentions that for the kuffar and munafiqeen, they all end up in the same place. A healthy heart that has iman in it naturally has a concern of protecting itself from hypocrisy. There, 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 there's, no, there's no sense of, of, you know, let me kick my feet up. I don't have to do anything. I have a Muslim name. I say, la ilaha illallah. I don't have to do anything. I'm good to go. No, because what about this issue, this concern of nifaq, of hypocrisy? They said one thing, but there was nothing internally to back it up. May Allah protect all of us from that. The point is, we need to put in work to prepare for that day. And then this builds up to the last, Ya ladina amnu that you find in the Qur'an linearly, and what's the topic of the ayah? Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu tubu ilallahi tawbatan nasuha. O you who believe, turn to Allah sincerely in repentance. If we do so, then we should have this healthy hope that Allah is going to forgive us. And, and the, the rest of the ayah is very beautiful. To end up in Jannah and gardens and rivers. And What's the main dua that you find in the ayah? Rabbana atmim lana nurana. Because on the day of judgment, you know, tangible things won't matter. The only, all you have is your deeds. What is that request? What is that dua for nur, for light? The believer has light, the hypocrite doesn't. The believer takes heed regarding the ayahs that begin with, Ya ladina amanu, the hypocrite doesn't. The believer has a healthy approach regarding the Qur'an, the hypocrite doesn't. The believer prioritizes and values knowledge and action and character, the hypocrite doesn't. This is more of an internal reflection and, and, and process of spiritual, uh, of spiritual reflection. Some people, they read these ayahs and they're always, their antennas go up and they're, oh, this is like my uncle, that's like my auntie, my cousin, my sister, my brother, my this, my that, my this, my that. Everyone in the world has all of these issues, but then there's never anything internally to look at. 
what we take with us is our deeds. And the Prophet, he taught us, والسلام, that your heart is the most important thing that you have. If that's good, everything else is going to be good. If that's messed up, everything else is going to be messed up. It boils down to the heart. So in my heart, what is my intention regarding the last few hours of Ramadan and the last few days and nights of Ramadan? We ask Allah to forgive all of our mistakes. We ask Allah to make all of us people of Iman and to try our best to live that Iman as best we can. We ask Allah to gather all of us in paradise and to protect us in this life and the next. Amin ya Rabbil Alameen. Subhanahu wa rabbika rabbil azati amma yasifun. Wa salamun ala al-mursalin. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.